Hello, world. Hello, world. Uh, welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. I'm a little late, seven minutes late getting here. I'm sorry. I did a terrible thing. I fell asleep. I'm laughing about it. It's horrible. I apologize. Anyhow, getting started here tonight. Good show. Too bad it's been cut short by a few minutes. A uh, lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to be starting into probably tonight the Israeli uh, and Hamas uh, situation over there. Uh, Israel's throwing bombs over into Gaza and they're throwing a few bombs back, Not, nothing in comparison to what Israel's throwing over there. For some reason, Israel wants to uh, beat the hell out of these Palestinians. From everything I can, I can determine, everything I've read, uh, is, the Israelis are being too much. And my thought is this on, on the situation. Netanyahu should be gone. He's had 10 years as president. There have been three or four recent elections. And he's come out with the most votes in each one, but you have to have a certain number of votes in Israel. Uh, and if you don't have them, then you have to form a coalition. He has never been able to put the coalition together. Very soon they're going to have another trial, another election, rather. So he's trying to show his people, I'm protecting you. Uh, I think this, this war is over. He's making too much out of nothing. You know, the Jews in some, in some instances fail to recall that in the late 1940s, when they got their, their land, Israel, the United Nations announced, this is for partitioning, this is yours, they had to take the land away from somebody. And it ended up being the Palestinians. <laughs> now, they, they never got a peace back. That's the problem. Palestine ceased to exist, and they want a peace back, and not a very big peace. And for some reason, the Israelis don't want to give it up uh, they've proven to the world over the last 50, 60 years that they're tough and they can defend themselves. The other situation or other problem is this. Uh, for the first time ever, uh, the Israelis are aware that the Arab nations are not going to step in to help the Palestinian people. And the reason is very simple. Go back a year. And this is my thought. I haven't read this anywhere or anything. I, I just suspect this has to be the reason. Go back a year. Uh, Trump was very influential in arranging for the Arab nations to start doing business with Israel. Behind the scenes, Israel is doing big-time commercial trading with many of the Arab states. This isn't talked about. On the other hand, at the same time, Israel is maintaining this, uh, this stance, this war stance, and to make it look like all the air, he's still fighting the Arabs, but he's not. They're making money amongst each other, the Arabs and the Israelis. Uh, they're covering it up with this war also. He's trying to show he's tough. He's telling his people, look, uh, I'll protect you. Give me enough votes the next time so I am president for real again. Uh, and at the same time, he's got this backdoor thing going where Israel's making a ton of money in their commercial trade with the Arab states. So that's what's going on over there, in my opinion. And the last part of it is my thoughts. No one else's, apparently. Now, staying with this, um, I want to I say this, too. Recall Jared Kirshner. How can we forget uh, Trump's son-in-law? He went over 
Hitler, and he worked for four months on creating a peace situation between uh, the Arab nations and the Israelis. And this also included uh, the Palestinian problem. The, in fact, a, a, a decision, an arrangement, a, 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 an agreement was entered into. And the agreement was called Peace to Prosperity, a vision to improve the lives of the Palestinians and Israeli people. Isn't that amazing? A, a peace to prosperity, a vision to improve the lives of the Palestinian and Israeli people. Trump said, oh boy, look at this. We finally, I have achieved what no other president has achieved. I have made peace between, he, he described this as peace between the Arabs and the Israelis, and it is. To an extent it is because of this commercial activity they started doing about the same time, which I think was all planned. And Trump stood up and told the whole world, and I quote, this is the deal of the century, the deal of the century. Now, I want to say to you, <laughs> The deal of the century has fallen apart, okay? Look what's happening. It's only several months later, and Israelis bombing the hell out of the Palestinians. The Palestinians are bombing back, no problem, but they don't have the force. They don't have the equipment. They don't have the people to retaliate against Israel as Israel is retaliating against them. And the other problem is this. Uh, Israel isn't giving up. It was announced about 5 o'clock this afternoon that Israel had turned off Palestine's electricity. In other words, there's no electric power in Gaza tonight. And the war is going on. The bombs are coming from Israel. The Palestinians hopefully are throwing some back. I think they should. And this doesn't mean I'm anti-Semitic or I'm anti-Jewish. It just means this, this war is crazy, absolutely crazy. And now they got no power to retaliate. I mean, you got to have some degree of electricity to move on in this life. Uh, someone said, I can't recall who in the last 24 hours, when will all this madness stop? Because it is a madness that's going on. It's a big madness. Remember this, uh, and I wrote this in my blog yesterday, I think, uh, this Israel uh, Hamas thing. Matthew 26.52, violence begets violence. Also, remember this, that Martin Luther King, modern day times, said, and I quote, hate begets, begets hate, violence begets violence. So, nothing comes of this. You hit me, I'm going to hit you back. You hit me hard, I'm going to try to hit you back harder. And look what's happening over there. And they say a ton of children are dying. And look at the rubble. The rubble looks like Berlin at the end of World War II. Horrible, horrible. No necessity for this war or a minimal necessity could have been worked out. Now, why isn't Biden, I'm into this, I'm into this very much. I think this is a terrible thing going on. Why isn't Biden more into it? And I'm a Biden supporter. Uh, Trump would have been into it right away, praising what Israel was accomplishing and blaming everything on Hamas. Uh, but here he's talking, apparently twice he's talked to uh, 
Netanyahu and said, let's stop this stuff. But nothing's happened. And the world is looking to the United States. It's a new day again. Trump's gone. Fairness is supposed to be back. We're supposed to be the power. And this probably is the first opportunity internationally that Biden has had to show that he can flex a muscle and get things done on behalf of the United States and the world. And so far, it is not happening. Now we're going to go to Arizona. (laughs) Arizona and Maricopa County. You know what's going on there. Remember that the uh, Arizona Senate issued a subpoena to the Monroe, I'm I'm sorry, to the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors to turn over the ballots that they had from the election, uh, and because they're going to do their own audit, the Senate. They still believe that Donald Trump won the election. Uh, They don't give up. And they hired a group called the Something Ninjas out of Florida, $150,000, who were going to get this job done in two weeks. All they were going to do was check the ballots in Maricopa County, because that's the biggest county. There isn't anything close to it in Arizona, and they have 2.1 million votes in Maricopa County, and they were going to find uh, the fraudulent handling of the ballots, fraudulent counting of the ballots, et cetera, et cetera, and this job would be done in two weeks. And, well, three, it was three weeks ago, last week, then they had to stop and move everything out and put the ballots in tractor trailers, I guess, because some school had rented the place months ago to have their graduation. They were supposed to be out by then. And now they're moving back in to continue this audit. In the meantime, the Maricopa uh, County Board of Supervisors is upset with, with what's going on. And they sent a 13-page letter yesterday to the Arizona Senate. Now, understand this. You know, we all think, uh, and I did initially, boy, this Arizona, they're really Republican, you know, deep. But my recollection is, I came across something this weekend. They only control the Senate by two votes and the Board of Supervisors by two votes. I mean, this thing's close out there. It could change the next election. Anyhow. Here's what's been accomplished in three weeks. It's supposed to be two weeks. Uh, they And they were going to count 2.1 million ballots. They have only counted 250,000 ballots. I'm laughing. 250,000 ballots. Well, the Board of Supervisors in their 13-page letter said the recount is a, and I quote, a sham, a sham. They condemned the audit, okay? And they said our county board of supervisors will cease all cooperation with the Senate's audit effects, okay? And the board also accused the Arizona Senate, I love this, of making Arizona look like a, and I quote, laughing stock. 
and I think most people in this country are laughing at this audit, which is whatever they find. If they found 2.1 million ballots, we're all fraudulent. They all belong to Trump. Nothing can be done. The election's over. Biden's been sworn in. All these ballots have been certified. So there we are there. And there, there, there also is a fellow by the name of Stephen Richer, R-I-C-H-E-R, out there. He is the county recorder, Republican, elected for the first time January 1st. He wasn't there for the election in uh, November, but he is in charge of election activities, okay? And he's upset no end, uh, this guy. Uh, one reason is he's being accused <laughs> during the election. This is the stupidity. He wasn't even in office. During the uh, counting of the ballots the first time in November and then the second time in November, of shredding ballots <laughs> and deleting files for an election he didn't even run. He was not even in office. Uh, he said, and I quote, we can't indulge these insane lies any longer. We must stop the accusations. They are unfounded, quote, unquote. He also said, enough with the defamation, enough with the unfounded allegations. All right. Now, what I'm going to share with you at this time is, I think, absolutely horrible, despicable, and it keeps coming up more and more. Uh, Anti-Semitism is on the rise in this country, uh, in the whole world, and it has been for several years, and I've been decrying it for several years in my blogs and in this, on this show, that anti-Semitism is on the rise, even in the United States of America. There's a fellow uh, by the name of Long, Long, he, no, not Long, I'm sorry, Adil, A-D-E-E-L, Raja, R-A-J-A. He has been a long-time CNN contributor, okay, long-time CNN contributor. You know what he said in the last few days, and I quote this, the world today needs a Hitler. I repeat, the world today needs a Hitler. Turns out he's been talking, even though he's been a long-time CNN contributor, he's been talking this way for many, many years. He's not new to this game. Uh, and to prove or to evidence my position that anti-Semitism is on the rise, uh, two demonstrations, one recently in uh, Toronto, uh, where pro- it was a, there was a pro-Palestinian protest, in Toronto, and the Jews were attacked during that uh, protest. The Jews were attacked. Now, in London, and this is the one that really bothers me, very recently in London, uh, there was a demonstration, and chants by the demonstrators as they marched up and down the streets, and I apologize for the language I'm about to use, but it is the language that was used, and I quote, fuck Jews, rape their daughters. Fuck Jews, rape their daughters. This is what's going on out there. It can only lead to no good. Discrimination only leads to no good in any form, anti-black, anti-Jew, anti-anything. Now, we're two weeks away from hurricane season here in the Keys, in Florida. Hurricane season starts June 1. 
whatever it is that's going to come here, uh, basically off the Atlantic and through the Caribbean, is June 1. Uh, two weeks, 13 days, actually. Now, insurance companies are like banks. They're whores. <clears throat> they take your money and they're gambling that nothing's going to happen when you insure your home against uh, damage. And if something does happen, they get nervous because then they got to pay out a lot of money. So what's happened in Florida, three insurance companies announced yesterday, they announced that they were canceling policies, you heard me, canceling policies and failing to renew policies of some 50,000 customers in southern Florida, in the Keys area, because the hur- and they open they're open about this. The hurricane season is coming, and they don't want to take the hit. They've taken the coverage every month. People pay their premiums, and now all of a sudden, where that policy could be needed by them, they cancel them out because they don't want to have to pay. They said it openly. Hurricanes are coming. We don't want to gamble. We're going to have to pay. And the three companies are Universal Insurance of North America, Gulfstream Property and Casualty, and Southern Fidelity. It is expected that more companies in the next 13 days are going to follow suit, seeing that these three companies are getting away with it. And they will do it also. And if people can buy insurance again, it's going to be more expensive for the same coverage and less cover, less options will be available under the policy. As one who lived in New York his entire life before I moved, I came down here about 30 years ago, I can tell you insurance on your home is much different in New York. In Key West, and I, I, I owned a home down here for 23 years. In Key West, people have $25,000, $50,000 deductibles. In New York, we had one, 2000 5000 or 10000 Deductibles were small, absolutely small. And the cost of home insurance uh, down here in Florida, most of these policies... The insured is responsible for the X number of dollars. I was always responsible for the first $40,000 of damage. And I was paying this fantastic premium that I didn't even pay before in New York. Of course, I was on the open water, and a hurricane could take my house down, but it didn't do it in 23 years. God bless. And it still hasn't done the home I left. So that's what's happening with insurance companies now. Whores, just like the banks, my friends. All right. Bad weekend in Chicago, very bad shootings from Friday to Sunday, 48 shootings. Can you imagine 48 shootings? Uh, five killed. Two police officers were injured, and they are part of the 48 who were injured. All right. Now, we're going to go over to India. They're having a problem with coronavirus, and this is horrible, because last year when we were getting killed in this country, uh, for some reason the whole world said, well, India isn't getting hit bad. This is wonderful. What are you doing? I don't, they didn't know what they were doing. Now India is in horrible shape, I believe worse than New York City was uh, a year, year and a half ago. And people are dying big time over there. Uh, I think 300,000 a day, one day, one day last week. You say, why 300,000? Because they got millions of people over there. Anyhow, 
bad. They're not able to control it. The bodies are a problem. Uh, the under the, they cremate bodies out there generally. The, the crematoriums can't handle them. Too many bodies. They burn them on concrete floors, no partitions or anything, and sweep them off. Well, the Hindus have been permitted, I have to talk quickly, my time's running out. The Hindus have been permitted sometimes to bury the bodies of their uh, people in the banks of a river, river banks, cover them with sand. And this is what's being done with a lot of the coronavirus bodies. The trouble is big rains, unanticipated came, and guess what? The bodies have come up. They're exposed. And this is disgusting. The pictures are all over the Internet, and that's what's happening there. My friends, that's the show for the week. Uh, this week, I am absolutely sorry uh, that I slept away the first seven minutes. Uh, that's what happens as you get old, I guess. Uh, and I only sat down, by the way, at 8.30 uh, to turn on the TV. So that's the show for this week. Uh, thank you for joining me, and good night.